This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. I consider Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to be my arch nemesis. Even though I say this, I know we have one thing in common. That is, we both have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. For Grandpa Joe, that's because he is a bad person. For me, it's because I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla, today's sponsor. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Like I said, I personally sleep on a Novilla mattress, and it has done wonders for me. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Become just like Grandpa Joe on a Novilla mattress today. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. A reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, and what is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to yet another best episode ever of Cancel Sweezy. Cancel Sweezy, the Lord's trademark. Uh, favorite podcast, first verb of the episode. Everyone hates... I, I've seen the comments, don't worry. I've seen the comments. I know y'all don't like it when I burp, but uh, to be honest, I don't give a fuck. So, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, thank you for coming to the show today, Pulling up your phones or your computers, uh, going to YouTube or going to your preferred podcasting platform, and pressing the play button on Cancel Shweezy number 76. Sorry, no episodes the last two weeks. Literally, I've been trying to record this episode, you know, I have basically how I have my scheduled out. You know, I can I prep the episode kind of throughout the week, uh, and then Monday and Monday I record it, and then... By the end of Tuesday, I have to have everything edited and done, and then my schedule's been pretty tight lately, and so uh, that is why there's been no two episodes, because every time I try to, and usually if I have a technical issue, it is with uh, the video side of everything, because I'm not as good, maybe I'm not as good at Final Cut, my computer is kind of old, I really do need a new one, that's why, check out the Patreon, help, help and use your Twitch Prime subs, help me out here so I can afford a new computer, um... So, uh, yeah, so basically, and this, this time it was like an audio one, uh, I'm thinking it's something to do with the hard, a hard drive, I don't think it's like bad, but I guess it's, I don't know, something overloading or something like that, uh, I don't know, because I've been writing music, uh, a lot with it, and, uh, uh, if I need to bounce something with that, it's been perfectly fine, it's been, it's just, but, and that's on a different drive too, anyways though, long story short, probably, I need, one, I do need a new computer, but, uh, Right now, I'm still doing okay with the one I have. Uh, more importantly, I need to uh, get more organization on uh, my external hard drives because I have one that I was using as a time. It was like a time machine. Is it time machine on here on a Mac? Uh, is it, yeah, it's time machine, right? Yeah, time machine. Uh, but it's not for that anymore. And then I had like one. One's an SSD, 
which is what I realized I need to, I just do all my work on and then I have to drop everything on an, another drive. That's, that's just, that's smart. How, basically everyone, if you want to know how to do work in media, that's kind of the best thing I can advise you to do. Uh, get an external solid state drive. It, it, mine's like 500. You do, you work on that. And then when you're all done with it and you're not going to be opening it up again, you store it on like an external hard drive that usually those have big, uh, external numbers and stuff like that. So, uh, those are, those are the, that's just suggest for you, but that's not have anything to do, uh, with our podcast today. This is Cancel Sweezy, episode 76. We're finally back. I finally kind of figured what, what the fuck is going on, uh, with my computer, with my life, um, with everything. Uh, my hair was looking great until I pull up the episode. I'll probably have to spray it down in the next break. Uh, so welcome to Cancel Sweezy, uh, the only show where we are cringe, yet we are free. That's something I need to tell myself every time I think. I've been thinking a lot after after my dad died. Uh, this is great. We're how many? We're like less than we're like less than five minutes in, six minutes in. Uh, I remember it was it was my cousin's grandpa, which I guess we were somewhat close with too, just family friends, you know, you know, fam family, as Vin Diesel would say. And uh, when her grandpa died, her grandma was there, you know, at the funeral visitation too. And I was we were at the visitation, and I asked I asked her their grandma, whose husband just passed away, "Are you doing good?" And uh, and I realized I shouldn't have said that after it came out. And I've and it's been one of those things, you know, when you're trying to sleep, that's been keeping me up at night. Uh, then my dad dies, and then I have to be at the visitation, which no one's there for like to see me. You know, usually the visitation is there to see the family, but not me. It's just my mom. Uh, we you know we get there. People are asking me if I'm doing good. And, uh, now I'm, no, I don't cringe as much anymore at what I said. I sleep a little bit easier now, uh, from that. So let's just all remember, uh, we are cringe yet. We are, once you accept that you are cringe, you are free. So thanks for that. Um, uh, like always though, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, music. I have music out on all streaming services, Spotify, Apple music, title, Deezer, uh, wherever you are streaming music these days. It's awesome. Uh, I actually, I think I literally started writing songs again. I write or die volume two. I, I, I looked at my, my notebook. I write songs in and, uh, I haven't written a song, uh, since California. Uh, my song that's on Ride or Die Volume Two. It came out last June. And I remember writing writing the whole thing between uh, January and May of uh, having it all finished by that. So it was in like a five month period. So yeah, like I literally haven't written a song in a year until like last week, which I'm like super happy about. So I'm working on new music right now. But my old stuff is all on every social, uh, not every social media, every uh, music streaming platform. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, uh, because that always is a great way to support me. As long like following me on social media, it's at the Shweezy everywhere. I think I got shadow banned on TikTok, and I don't know why I had the perfect TikTok of like a bunch of guys doing shit, and I was like playing guitar, and then it's like I have a question for all the men, and then I would look and like all the sexually active men, and then I look away. It was really good, and it says it has zero views on it. I'm like I've at least seen it five times, so I know some bullshit. So I think I got shadow banned on TikTok. But go follow me over there. Uh, tell TikTok to stop being stingy. Um, and any stuff like that. Uh, uh, another thing that's like social media is Twitch. I do stream every Thursday, sometimes some other days. Other days determine on if I really want to play the game. If I, it's more or less, uh, I'm free that evening and uh, I want to play the game. And so 
Uh, that's kind of how that works. So uh, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Uh, following anyone is free so just giving someone a follow obviously you have to do that just to let you know and i'll let you know uh when i do go live and start streaming but there is a type of thing called subs or subscribes on twitch which is different when you're subscribed to someone on twitch typically for one creator it is around a five dollar a month deal however with an amazon prime account uh, you basically get one free sub and basically, uh, you can use that to support me, and you don't have to spend any extra money than you're already spending uh, since you already have Amazon Prime. And uh, like I tell people, if you aren't using that Twitch Prime, uh, that money is going straight back to Jeff Bezos. You're just making him more rich than that asshole already is. Like, he's already, like, a supervillain, and I don't care that I'm on his platform. I'll talk shit about him. I, I don't give a fuck. What is Twitch going to do? I can go back to—I'll go back to Facebook Live. I don't care. Um— if you also want to support the, uh, us just financially, it's just a great way to do that is through our Patreon page. You know, I need a new computer and stuff like that, and so the Patreon would be a great way to help me out with that. So uh, make sure you go and check that out all at the same time. Um, free shit you can always do. Uh, like I said, if you're watching the show on YouTube or uh, eventually if you share one of the highlights with your friends on YouTube, I know a uh, majority of people who listen to this section are usually audio-only people, but I know... Uh, that if you do go on our YouTube page, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page, even if you do listen to it audio only, uh, because uh, I do post the highlights, and if I say something funny you want to share with a friend, uh, sharing the highlights are way easier than, like, go to this time on the audio platform and listen to this guy ramble on. Uh, the video usually helps out with that, so uh, like I say, even if you are an audio only listener, go share our highlights with all your friends and family, and friends and family, you know, like your grandma, uh, and stuff like that, so, uh, they, you know, if you kind of think they'd enjoy it, please do that, that's a great way to help us raise new fans, without you really, I mean, the only thing you have to do is share the link, but, like, you know, they'll enjoy it, you know, it's a great way to help us infiltrate an algorithm as well, uh, and obviously, if you're an audio-only listener, make sure you subscribe on YouTube as well, we're trying to grow that platform, because we can grow that platform, uh, that's real. That's a lot of good growth for this channel too. Like I said, we're always infiltrating algorithms with this show. Um, also, if you're on the audio-only platforms, I just want to speak to you folks. Please leave a review wherever you're getting your podcast at. Sounds like nothing. You can write nonsense. I don't care. But leaving a review really does help a show. Uh, helps any show, obviously. If there's other podcasts you want to support, you can do that for them as well. But obviously do it for my show. Leave a 54321-star review. Um, I think that's all I have to really say in regards to that. Um, anyways, though, no, go check me out. Uh, financially support us when you can. Uh, it's weird with, like, podcasting because it's, like, a free thing. We have advertisers. But, you know, when when we get you helping, it makes the show better, you know. from view, If we were PBS, um, first of all, I wouldn't use videos of someone else uh, like PBS did to me, uh, long story short, there is a video on YouTube, uh, I think it's Sam Schwegler at the President's Gala, and, uh, I guess PBS was there filming some bullshit, and so I saw the camera pointed at me, so I made a stupid fucking face, and then, uh, I'm like, alright, they're not gonna use this footage. Boy, was I wrong, uh, they zoomed in on my face, and then zoomed out immediately, uh, nine months later, my friends message me, uh, my friends post on Facebook, Sam Schwegler, you're my hero. And I'm like, what the hell? What the hell is going on here? And then they show me the video and I'm like, oh my God. And like, you know, you just do shit and you forget about it. Anyways, though, I wouldn't use your footage without permission. I'm not shitty like that PBS. And then I made my own video and someone was like, 
uh, are you worried about PBS uh, suing you for that? I'm like, well, they used me to begin with without my, me asking. So I'm not too worried about that. Uh, okay, anyways, though, I think I've rambled long enough of this intro. Um, let's get fucking into it. Have I cussed yet today? Let's fucking get into this fucking podcast. Uh, I like how every podcast like you listen to when you have a guest on, they're like, oh, can I cuss on this? And it's, and it's like... Bitch, I was going to tell you, I was going to start, so I always love starting with, uh, so what kind of porn are you guys into? <laughs> it's my favorite opening question ever. Uh, anyway, so let's get into the news. This is Previous Week Right Now. This is a segment called Previous Week Right Now. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Previous Week Right Now is, Previous Week Right Now is the news that I've gone through uh, throughout the week. And I realized that every news station everywhere is telling you bullshit this, bullshit that. Oh no, my gosh, the Ukraine's under attack. Like, we're not talking about that shit. Amber Heard, we're not talking about her. But we gotta admit, though, like, we all know Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were like a toxic relationship, but let's be honest. Like, you know the sex was good in that relationship. Like, you know that sex was amazing between those two. Uh, no doubt about it. So, all right, anyway, so let's get into the, the news. Uh, I bet you're wondering, why do we call it previous week right now? Well, I'm going to answer that question. So we're going over the news of the previous week, and we're going to go over it right now. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, this is from WBRZ2, our friends over there. And when I say our friends, I mean no affiliation at all. Uh, Garth Brooks calls Baton Rouge, no, sorry, I gotta read this correctly, sorry, I don't, I gotta fucking read commas. Garth Brooks calls Baton Rouge answers with earth-shaking response. LSU seismograph records small, records small earthquake during Tiger Stadium concert. Uh, earthquakes are an act of God unless you're in southeast Louisiana, then they may be the result of tens of thousands of rowdy fans packed into Tiger Stadium. For the second time in 33 years, jumping and cheering in the stadium registered as a small earthquake on LSU's campus, according to a seismograph reading recorded during Saturday night's sold-out Garth Brooks concert. It was about 9.30 p.m. Saturday night when the country superstar posed the question to more than 100,000 fans. I have to ask you, Baton Rouge... Is it time to near-deafening cheers the opening fiddle strains of Colin Baton Rouge, the unofficial anthem of Saturday Night's in Death Valley player through the speakers? I can I can hear it. I can hear the crowd singing along. Sarah Roseman, who lives about a half a mile away from Tiger Stadium, said she didn't feel her house move, but she could hear every word of every song being played. Nearby, a seismograph in Nicholson Hall recorded a small earthquake as the crowd sang and bounced along the song to the song they waited so many months to hear in person. The last time something like this happened in Tiger Stadium was October 8th, 1988. Auburn led LSU 6-0 with fewer than two minutes left in the game. LSU quarterback Tommy Hodson threw a pass to Eddie Fuller, leading about 79,000 fans who erupted in celebration as the earth below them moved ever so slightly. Okay, so, you know, it's very interesting. This has obviously been, this is the only news article that's been on the list for a couple weeks, so I'm going to be FYI. We have to give you an update on what the fuck Garth Brooks is doing, because that guy is off his fucking mind. Um, but no, I, I, it, it's easy to say this. Um, okay, he has a song called Colin Baton Rouge, and he's in Baton Rouge. And when you play Colin Baton Rouge, Colin Baton Rouge, in Baton Rouge, shit is about to go down. Um, now, also, so I want to say, so 
I feel I'm not a scientist. I have a music degree, and it, that that very much shows in everything that I do. Um, but uh, seismograph Nicholson Hall. It says it recorded a small earthquake. I don't think the, we're counting this as an actual earthquake. I think a seismograph recorded the, the whatever was happening there, similar to an earthquake. So the world, we need to not consider this an earthquake because I feel like we're a long ways away from man-made earthquakes. But I'm telling you now, like the reason why it came across like that on the seismographs is because when they played that song, when they played Colin Baton Rouge in Baton Rouge, shit went down. That is a fact. Also, uh, a little bit, it's on topic, but some of you would consider this off topic. Uh, like, you know, my dad recently died, and uh, the, the diagnosis was prions. Um, however, um, Garth Brooks has been awfully silent about the situation. Uh, he hasn't shadow banned me like TikTok has, um, but he has been awful silent. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, folks, I'm not saying that Garth Brooks is the reason for my father's death. I'm just wanting to ask Garth Brooks for an alibi of where he was, you know, you know, when you're, when you're a suspect for a murder and you have a solid alibi and it's a true alibi, that's, that'll prove that you uh, were not near the scene of the crime, you know, um, then you're kind of innocent. So I'm not saying Garth Brooks killed my father. All I'm going to say is, Garth Brooks, we would like an alibi of where you were between April 15th, 1958 to April 14th, 2022. I just, I just want an alibi, Garth. That's all I want. I just want an alibi, uh, to know, to just make sure you didn't kill my dad. Cause you killed a lot of other people. I just want to make sure you didn't kill my dad, uh, Garth. Uh, we all miss my dad and, uh, it'd kind of stink if you were the one who killed him. And uh, I don't think any of us want you to be the one who killed him. So, Garth, please give us an alibi of uh, where you were between uh, April 15th, 1958 uh, through April 14th, 2022. Okay? Straight out of People magazine, but I found this on the website because I don't fucking read magazines. Megan Fox tells Silas she cut a hole in her blue jumpsuit to... Have sex with Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Megan Fox won't let anything get in her way of having a good time with her fiancé, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Monday morning, the actress, 36, shared an Instagram slideshow of photos and videos which show her rocking a blue, a sparkly blue jumpsuit while in Las Vegas for the 2022 Billboard Music Awards. It was also in the carousel that Fox revealed she had to alter the ensemble to participate in a certain NSFW, which means not safe for work, uh, activity with Kelly, 32, in a screen grab of a text message thread. The Jennifer's Body star asked her stylist, what this blue outfit expensive because we just cut a hole in the crotch so we could have sex. In response, her stylist wrote, I hate you, alongside three laughing emojis before adding, I'll fix it. Uh, Fox and Kelly, who met while filming their movie Midnight in the Switchgrass, announced their engagement in January. Kelly delivered a special performance at the Billboard Music Awards Sunday night where he hit the stage and dedicated his song Twin Flames to Fox. I wrote the song for my wife. He said, sparking speculation, the couple tied the knot. Uh, 
Nearly the end of his emotional performance, Kelly, whose real name is Colson Baker, took a moment to announce another dedication, saying, And this is for our unborn child. Uh, go to sleep. I'll see you in my dreams. The change is everything. Now I have to set you free, he sang, as the sound of a heartbeat follows shortly after. Kelly tweeted after the ballad after the award show, writing that it broke my heart to sing the end of that song. He added in a second tweet, I recorded Twin Flames two years ago today. The second half came a year later. Beautifully serendipitous, getting to sing it for you tonight. Speaking with Entertainment Tonight on the red carpet of the BBMAs, the star revealed he had played the moving track for Fox when he first wrote it. It's like it's all meant to be, he said, added Fox, he who has also often referred to her beau as her twin flame. There's like super special secret meaning to the song as well, so I'm sure I will be emotional, but I can't cry and fucked uh, fuck up this eyeliner. Uh, in their first joint interview as a couple, Fox called MGK her twin flame and said they, they felt an instant connection on said. I knew right away that he was what I call a twin flame. She said at the time on the Give Them Lala the with Randall podcast. Instead of his soulmate, a twin flame is actually where a soul has ascended into a high enough level that it can be split into two different bodies at the same time. So we're actually two halves of the same soul, I think. And I said that to him almost immediately because I felt it right away. You know, I have a friend on Facebook and uh, when when the news came out that M- Megan Fox said that uh, when she was four years old, she manifested Colton Baker, better known as Machine Gun Kelly, uh, into existence. Uh, he, he, con- he wrote on his, before he posted the link, he, he posted... Stop asking them questions. And uh, that's what I'm going to have to say here as well. Uh, Let's stop asking these two people questions because, uh, as we know, it's it's not going good for anyone. Um, But but though, like, are they having a kid, though? Like, I don't know. Like, don't be like, I don't know. I mean, some people are, you know, it's weird when you talk about celebrities like this. Because, like, like I said, like, they're, they're people too, and we should allow them to have a personal life, but they're at that celebrity level where, like, if they announce something publicly on their platform, you know, I don't know, like, if you're a celebrity and, you know, you want to have a personal life, that's fine, but at the same time, if you're going to announce something publicly, at the same time, don't be, like, kind of, like, 50-50 about it if that makes sense from what I'm trying to say here, because like, they're like, Oh, is Megan Fox pregnant? And, uh, no one really knows. I'm like, okay, like, don't like be like, Oh, Megan may be pregnant. And then I'm like, Oh, she wasn't actually pregnant. Like, just, just don't pretend that she's pregnant. You know, apparently you're not supposed to joke about or pretend to be pregnant and, you know, stuff like that. Cause women who've had miscarriages do not like that, which I get. I'm acting like I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I get um, but also, I, I don't know, but also at the same time, I'm like, who wants a fucking kid? I don't want to have a child. Um, and, uh, what, what else do we have to say? The twin flames, you know, that's that kind of shit that, like, you tell, like, you and your significant other about. But let's be honest, though. When, when you're, like, the third party hearing that shit, you're like, that's fucking disgusting. You don't want to hear about that shit. Oh, uh, what else do we like how they go, like, I love it, like, his name, so he, his stage name is Machine Gun Kelly, 
but his real name is Colson Baker. But I love how people like, you know, when you read articles, you're like, uh, Colson, you know, like you're a Mr. Kelly. Like, I don't, that's not his real name. It's just a stage name. Uh, I don't know. What else do I have to say on this, this fucking shit? I need to make sure I hit the, make sure. Apparently if I go over an hour and a half, people don't enjoy this fucking show. Uh, anyways though, oh yeah, the, the, the real reason for this article, the blue jumpsuit. Yeah, I think my friend, uh, on Facebook said, let's stop asking them questions because, you know, I, I get it. Like, hey, I had to cut a hole in this jumpsuit so we could have sex because he was really turned on by this and he wanted to keep you on. You know what? That's fine. But the thing is, I didn't have to know. Like, he didn't have to tell me about that. I didn't want to know anyways. So you could have just kept that shit to yourself and uh, the whole world could have been fine. Um, And they're like, the Jennifer Body star asked, like, stop fucking bringing up old work. I hate it when articles are like, uh, the Jennifer Bodies, like they try to like sneak in everything they've ever done. And then I'm like, if you're reading an article about Megan Fox, you probably know what she's been in. I don't know. Stop that shit right now. Anyways, uh, we're going to move on because I want to. This is from the Wichita Eagle, Wichita being in Kansas, which I'm from. Uh, Wichita also being where uh, BTK, the serial killer, Bind Torture Kill is what BTK stands for. I know you're all probably wondering that. Uh, anyways, our famous serial killer, which is not far from Tulsa, Oklahoma, where another famous serial killer who has friends in crawl spaces is from. Uh, like I said, this is from the Wichita Eagle. Uh, Johnny Cash mural is leaking from a crude spot after Arkansas Water Tower gets shot. This is fucking uh, Kansas and Arkansas all in one spot. An Arkansas town is upset after someone shot a hole in their water tower in a very, very specific and unfortunate location. The water tower is in Kingsland. The birthplace of Johnny Cash bears a painted silhouette of the famous man in black, but an unknown person recently looked uh, took careful aim at Cash's crotch and pulled the trigger. Now the mural is perpetually leaking from that spot. <laughs> Video shared May 11th by the Cleveland County Herald shows. Uh, she saw the leak when she went into the office earlier that morning, but assumed it was routine overflow until sunrise. Well, when the cold light of the day revealed the work of the crude vandal, the Herald reported Kingsland spent almost $300,000 last year improving the water tower. Somewhere here, no, someone here knows who did this. A comment read, I hope they'll come forward and turn the vandal in. This is just terrible. If they find out who it was, they need to give them the max punishment. This is people's livelihoods, their water source, said another. While non-conditioning vandalism, some felt that the perpetrator displayed a certain degree of panache. Uh, shouldn't have done it. Panache. Okay, this is from Arkansas and Kansas. Like, no one knows what the word panache is. Let's just be real for a second. No one knows what panache is. Uh, shouldn't have done it, but as far as creativity goes, it's first class, a comment said. Seeing harm come to the freshly refurbished water tower isn't anything to laugh about, Graham said in a Facebook post. People think it's funny that a lot of hard work and effort went into getting the grant to get this painted. Graham said, it's, it's sad that someone could do this. Please, if any Anyone here heard the shot and knows the time or was out last night and saw something suspicious, please let me know someone with the water department or the sheriff department know. Um, here's the thing. Like, this, this is a water source. And if you've read anything about Flint, Michigan, uh, just water source. Just like, if you're, there's a little advice. If you want to fuck someone up, 
fuck with their water source. That's a good thing. Now, I would say, hey, all these Republicans in D.C., uh, let's fuck up their water source. Do you think they're using tap water? No. Don't do that. They're, they're 50, don't, don't mess with people's water sources unless it's a good planned attack. I'm not endorsing anything. I don't want someone fucking listening to this show becoming... I don't want fucking the next Columbine shooters listening to this fucking podcast. Um, and also, I think it's really funny because I've been... Because, uh, you know, I've been thinking about, like, the whole gun thing. And it's like, you know, I'm in that mindset. You know, I grew up in small-town Kansas and Missouri. And, like, you know, uh, it's funny, like, because I don't think, like, gun... Like, there's, you know, I think, like, AR-15s. I don't think civilians should have those, but at the same time, like, just guns in general, like, to be honest, like, if you live your life in a way where either you, when you're using your guns for hunting, or that, like, someone breaks in your home in, like, the emergency situations, and even, like, uh, like, you know, uh, conceal and carry type things, if you live your life in a situation where it's like, I'm probably never gonna have to use this gun for that purpose, and you know in your mind, like, I'm probably never going to use it. I just feel good having it on me, you know? And you know in your mind, like, you're fine. I think you're you're the, the reason why, like, guns are the way they are now. It's the people who are really against, like, anything gun-related. Like, they're the ones ruining it for the normal people. And he's like, you know the people who shouldn't have guns uh, because they're very outspoken about it. Uh, anyways, though, they shot... In the crotch, how, that is a great, what gun do they, I want to know their aim. I want to know if they can uh, contribute that to video games and to join me on Fortnite because I want a new team. My friends are fun to play with when they want to talk to me, but uh, sometimes they really suck and I could really use some better players. Um, but yeah, no, see, here's the thing though. Uh, like, and then you have the artists and like the only time artists really matter is uh, this situation and uh, the artist who made the Confederate statue. So this is the only artist who have ever mattered ever. Um, and, uh, yeah, so let's say here um, that uh, I don't think shooting a hole in the water tower is good, but how? I guess it would take probably a bit to fix it up. Uh, but anyways, though, people, here's what I'll say. Don't shoot a hole in the crotch of Johnny Cash of the water tower. What I will tell you to do is... Uh, just use graffiti like a normal person. Uh, but good joke. I will say good joke for everyone. Last article we have for today from Fox 13 Salt Lake City. Utah mom selling almost 4,000 ounces of breast milk as baby formula shortages continue. Alyssa Chitty, Chitty, I'm going to call it Chitty because that's from The Good Place, has three freezers full of breast milk. Three goddamn freezers? How fucking... Like, I'm with my mom right now. She only has one freezer. I figure I'm running out of room, so might as well help someone else. Uh, she said, laughing. I know I have over 3,000 ounces, 3,000 ounces downstairs, and probably almost 1,000 upstairs. At first, she wanted to donate it all to a local milk bank, but it was much easier to list it online. I have looked into it and said, Chidi, I was working with a group on it, but my daughter was SMA, and we've been in and out of primaries, and so it's just been hard to go do the blood work and go do all the other stuff, and that's the only thing that stop it, stopped me from doing that part. Uh, Mountain West Mother's Milk Bank would need more than 300 donors to meet the need in the community. During this donor shortage, they've gotten down to 175, even if hundreds of women volunteered to donate that today. Uh, it would still take a month for the bank to meet the demand, said Mary Callahan, uh, the Milk's Bank Clinical Coordinator. The donor screening process because we are very 
thorough and it does require blood tests. On average, it takes about four to six weeks, Callahan said. We do have donors that are motivated that can get it done in two. It would probably take us two to three months to really get to where we can start looking at providing for the hour community that's outside of the hospital. Uh, Chidi was hoping to sell her breast milk at $1 per ounce, but she's willing to negotiate with moms because she understands what they're going through, she said. It was making me nervous just because, so my daughter was very, very colicky, uh, said Chidi. Uh, I also, I know a lot of moms need specific formulas for babies with upset tummies, and I know how hard it can be when they're upset. There's nothing you can do about stomach pain. Days out of the Fox 13 news story aired, Chidi began receiving negative feedback about her decision, which led her to stop selling the breast milk. Buying and selling breast milk online is perfectly legal. However, it is unregulated. When human milk is obtained directly from individuals or through the internet, the donor is unlikely to have been screened for infectious diseases or contamination risks, according to the FB, FDA. FBA. Uh, the Mountain West Mother's Milk Bank shared a statement on the process the, on the process the group uses to donate breast milk. Our goal is for human milk donation to be a smooth and easy process for anyone choosing to make this incredible gift. We partner with 20 plus sites across Utah and southern Idaho where donors can complete blood work and drop off milk and are adding more regularly. We will work directly with individuals who may not have access to one of our traditional sites. The other steps can be completed from home. Jesus Christ. Uh, we do not want to discourage anyone from donating no matter when they choose to begin the process. The time it takes from first contact to MWMMB to make the first donation <coughs> is highly variable and are bringing on extra staff to help the increased response from our communities. Once we receive the milk, we can process it and send it back to the hospitals in about 10 days. And we don't need, just need donor milk today. We need milk to consistently come into the milk bank. Hospitals use pasteurized donor milk throughout the years. We can use donated milk for several months after it is donated so we can continue to provide this critical medication nutrition source for the tiniest members of our community. Uh, this article is way too long. I don't know why. Maybe I just took forever to read it. Um, no, um, yeah, it's weird because I guess, you know, we're talking about Roe v. Wade being overturned and, uh, we, and you know, we have a, like a formula shortage right now. I'm like, this is the worst time to be like, uh, women are forced to give birth to a rapist baby. You know, you know, apparently I should probably say something about Roe v. Wade or, you know, abortion or whatever. You know, I'm a guy and... In my mind, when, if the government wanted to control my body, be like, uh, every male is going to get a vasectomy, and uh, when the government deems them necessary, they can get their vasectomy reversed, and then they can procreate. I'd be like, fuck you, even though I'm in a space where I'm like, I don't want a, I don't want a baby, but also I don't want a forced vasectomy on me. And that's my mind. And so, and I don't have a woman's body, and I don't feel the need to control how any woman does anything with her body. That's, that, I feel like that's her choice. And I'm, you know, in my mind, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how to control, I don't think we should be controlling women's bodies. Like, I only know so much about the woman's body. I know the clitor where the clitoris is. Uh, there's a G spot in there somewhere. Boobs make breast milk sometimes. Like, I don't know why we're trying to, we're trying to fight that so much. Why we're trying to control women. Um, and anyways, though, uh, I actually don't have an opinion on breast milk. I just wanted to go on a Roe v. Wade uh, rant and uh, stop telling women, stop trying to control women's bodies. Like, I don't, I don't want to control women's body, and I don't think I have the right to. And if you think you have the right to control women's body, 
Um, you've never made a woman come before, and I feel sorry for you. That's that. You all know that I'm built different, but I bet you are coming to me to learn how to be built different as well. The only way to be built different is to get yourself some supplements from today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When an enemy shoots at you, you pull out your Captain America shield. When Doc Ock attacks you on a bridge, you control the nanobots from your iron spider suit to control his arms. So why are you allowing all these websites to store your credit card information? The solution to that is today's sponsor, Privacy. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for any service with a free trial that requires a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using our link in the description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money that you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Okay, everyone, I have finished my three-month trial of Apple Music, which means I'm better than all of you. No, does not mean I'm better than all of you. What it means is, uh, as someone who has been using Spotify since 2013, and in January started the three-month trial of Apple Music, I have a lot of things to say on uh, the matter of fact. Now, the trial did end in April. However, uh, my dad died in April, and so I didn't get to talk about it. It was a pretty busy month. And then with computer problems the last two weeks, we had even more problems. So I'm sorry that this sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. Anyways, though, but yeah, like I said, um, well, I did. Okay, technically, I started using Spotify in uh, 2011, I want to say. Like when it, like I first discovered what Spotify was. And it was great, but I, I used it with ads. I didn't use Spotify Premium. I guess you could still use it free right now, but I don't can't stand ads and music. You know, I don't even like it that much in movies wise. I like I know Peacock does it right where I still have the ads on Peacock because I get it through like my phone. But Peacock, they'll show you like three minutes of ads at the beginning of a movie and then there's no ads the rest of the movie. Like which is great. Uh some other services do that. You know, TV shows I can get because um a lot of times TV shows are made in a three-act structure, so, I mean, and they were made for commercials, so I can get that behind that, but 
you know, in Moodle movies, especially during albums, because I don't think an artist ever uh, wants you to listen to their album with ads in between songs. I don't think that's ever similar. So yeah, I've been I started I started Spotify Premium 2013. I think that's when my my original iPod, my 80 gig iPod classic, the seventh sixth gen. Yeah, it was sixth gen, not the seventh gen. Uh, died, and so that's when I just decided to use that and start. You know, that's when I got an iPhone. Eventually, started using that. So anything though, yeah. So yeah, I tried. I've been trying out Apple Music for three now four months at this point, and so uh, as someone who has a degree in audio music production and music writing and music in general, I think I have a good opinion on what to say in this situation. So here's some things here I wrote down here. Okay, so here, first, before I go into anything, uh, things I don't like about Apple Music. Um, so here's are the things I don't like about Apple Music, and so here are the things you need to listen to. Um, playlist and discovery, and finding dis- finding and discovering music, I think Spotify is way better, uh, 100%, uh, and everything in regards to that. So, uh, one of my favorite artists, Kevin Garrett, uh, I saw him live back in 2019, before the world ended, uh, and it was a very weird spot in my life, too. And, uh, you know, he's just an artist I've really liked. And I discovered him through uh, Spotify's alternative R&B playlist, his song, A Little Bit of You. I listened to that. I'm like, I love this song. So I listened to that, went to the artist page, went to that, listened to all his stuff he had, and he's been releasing music since then. That was 2017, and I've been listening to his stuff ever since. So I'm in 2019. Uh, His opener, Mink, uh, he had on that show. Uh, was phenomenal as well. Also now one of my favorite artists I've ever listened to. Uh, she's not even like a huge artist, but I still absolutely love all the shit she does as well. And stuff like that. And I would never have discovered any of those without Spotify. Apple Music, however, does not have that like discovery feature. Apple Music is good. You know, Apple was the ones who revolu- who created iTunes. And iTunes was the thing you used for music because everyone had an iPod and if you had a shitty mp3 player eventually you tried to up and if you really didn't like that mp3 player you upgraded to iPod I remember I had a two gigabyte SanDisk uh, mp3 player and I thought two gigabytes was huge at the time it was probably over a hundred dollars for that two gigabyte mp3 player my brother only had a one gigabyte mp3 player and he was jealous of me but I'm like I listen to more music than you shut up bitch and uh do you and like yeah and eventually the screen broke and I had to like hold the uh the headphone input or whatever. And that, and then I got like a real iPod and I actually have my iPod. This is the one I found. My dad had my long story short. My dad, uh, he, he was a coach at a school and, they, and there was a weight room and everything. And so in this weight room, you know, they had a lost and found cause sometimes, you know, people leave their shit and then, you know, I'm like, Oh, I think I forgot this. Cause it in there somewhere. Like, yeah, check this box it might be in there. And this iPod was in there for over a year. And then my dad was like, you know, it's been in there for a year. Uh, like, whoever whoever it belongs to clearly doesn't want it anymore or has just moved on at this point. Uh, so I'm going to keep it. So I kept it. I put some songs on it for him. He had some, some of his own songs he wanted. I don't think – I think the battery died, and he's like, I don't, I don't think it works anymore. <laughs> and so now I found it in his stuff, and I have it. And so uh, I put a 128-gigabyte SD card into it, a new battery – uh, want to get a new case, but it's called the Dad Pod. We're gonna call this the Dad Pod. My actual Schweg Pod Pro, I lost. I don't know where that is. Um, anyways, though, back to uh, discovering music. Spotify, 100% better in discovering music. So if you're 
a person who needs to discover music and is always interested in discovering new music and don't aren't really good on your own about doing that. Like I'm good on my own about doing that, but like a lot of people aren't. And I, you know, there's a lot of artists I really love and I really do have to thank Spotify for. So if that's the case, uh, stay with Spotify. If you have a hard time finding new music all the time, Spotify is your best bet, but also Apple music. I think is that's just where Apple music does bad. Um, here's another problem, and this is specifically for me, and literally no one else, specifically for me only. Uh, so, basically, like, I, I think I mentioned earlier in this episode, but for those of you watching highlights, I have a pretty old MacBook. It's a 2012, uh, 13-inch MacBook Pro. I, like, I have 16 gigs of RAM in it, uh, an i7, and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, it's good for what it was at the time. It was, like, the top-notch SSD inside. It's, like, perfect for what the time is. But, however, though, with whatever version of Photoshop is, and I will be honest, I am never going to pay for Adobe Photoshop, even though I love it and I use it. I think the idea that their cloud system is just a rip-off and it's just their way of ripping people off. Anyways, though, it's a good program, but it's ripping people off. Anyways, though, um, basically with the version I have, I'm having to stick with Mac OS Mojave. I don't even think my computer can update it to the current OS because it's close to a decade old. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm stuck on Mac OS Mojave, which isn't bad, but the Apple Music is through the iTunes app. Now, I, t- now, I still have iTunes. I know the newer computers, iTunes is through, like, the Mac Finder, but I have iTunes, the app. And, like, you know, even when I upgrade this new Mac, uh, upgrade to a new computer, I'm still going to keep this Mac mainly just for just as, like, a jukebox and maybe, like, a time machine type of thing. But the, but Apple Music is through the iTunes app, and it's just not that good, like, through the iTunes app. iTunes is great for what it does, but I need the Apple Music app for Apple Music, and it's just not as good. That's just how it is. That's, like, a specific problem just for me that none of you will have to deal with. Um... The third problem I have with it, a uh, podcast. The thing I love about Sp- Spotify is they really wanted to put their foot down and get into podcasting. And they did a great job because basically with the Spotify app, you can listen to any podcast you want to and listen to all the music you want to listen to all in one. And Spotify has so many exclusives that they got. They got Joe Rogan. Um, what was the one I like all these like weird conspiracy ones I like that are through Spotify. I think they're really great. Um, my podcast is on all programs because I don't listen to anyone because neither of them offer me a cash deal. And <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I think, you know, um, Apple was the leader in podcasting when podcasting first came out. Like, you know, what happened to do when you had iPods, like the iPod fifth gen, like I'm holding up right now, uh, for the audio listeners who don't get to see it. Um, basically what would have to happen is you'd have to download the podcast and then, like, drag and drop into your iPod, unless you had, uh, like, when you plug in your iPod, it just syncs your whole library, which uh, I don't like doing because I'm very, because I used, what I used to do was, like, I'd go to my friend's places and then, like, plug my iPod in and drag and drop things to my iPod. It, I, I wasn't the most ethical person, but now I don't do that anymore. Um, but anyways, though, um, yeah, you know, you used to do that, and you had to do the podcast. Now podcasting has become so weird because people have started uploading, like, a video feed version like this show, if you're an audio listener, to their YouTube uh, and stuff like that. So you have the visual of that as well. You know, they used to have video podcasts back then, 
Uh, it was a little different. Podcasting used to be so different. I don't have a, I don't have time right now to teach you the history of podcasts. Um, and then, but now like for audio only podcasts though, like Spotify is nailing, nailing the jobs. Apple was just like left everything as it has been for the last 10 plus years. But now let me go into the positives of Apple Music, the things I absolutely love about Apple Music. Um, the ease of using it with my Apple products. Like, it's easy to use with my Apple Watch. Uh, not my iPod. That's that's outdated. I just like that because I'm old. Um, it works with my iPhone. It works with my iPad. It works with my Mac. Everything just works so streamlessly, so smooth, and it's just great. If like That's the reason why I think AirPods are so great. Like, you know, they're great sounding headphones. And I think, and I obviously think, uh, if you're not like an audiophile and you want just a good sounding pair of headphones, AirPods, 100%, even the first gen ones that I used to have that have died and were clogged with earwax, I'll tell you, those are good headphones. Because uh, what I'll tell you, when people mix music nowadays, they mix it to make sure that they do sound good on those headphones. 100% what I think, though, and I think Apple products are great. And Apple has created their ecosystem, which just makes stuff work so great with that. And Apple Music is just another thing that's great. Uh, if Apple TV had good programming, I minus like Ted Lasso, which I haven't watched, but I want to. Now that I think about it, though, um, now that kind of bummed me out because uh, my dad wanted to watch Ted Lasso. I was like, okay, uh, at some point we'll figure it out. We can watch Ted Lasso together. And I don't think he's going to watch Ted Lasso anymore. Um, anyways, moving on from the bummer. Uh, that it was great to work with all my Apple products. Um, Apple Music pays artists better than Spotify. Uh, you know, like I said, I've been using Spotify Premium since 2013. Uh, Apple Music does pay, uh, though it is not the best service. If you want to like use a streaming service that does pay artists better, Title I think is the winner right now. They pay 12 cents a stream, which is insane. Like to me, Apple Music pays one cent a stream, which. You know, in my mind, I actually think, thinking about the business side and the streaming side, what a song is worth, what a song is worth to listen to. Uh, I do think Apple Music is good with one cent. I think one cent is fine for a stream. That is a whole debate that could be thrown into the air. However, Spotify, this is what Spotify pays to stream. Uh, $0.0033 a stream, which is like, you know, we can argue all day. What is what is the amount an artist should get? Like, what is the dollar amount an artist should get per stream? Many will agree with me, and I think Apple has it, Apple Music has it right with one cent. Uh, many artists will be like, well, 12 cents a stream, I think artists really deserve that. And, you know, I'm an artist. I think I, I'd love 12 cents a stream, but I obviously realize that, like, what, I just someone listening to a song, not buying the song, you know, not investing in the song and stuff like that, one cent is good. But whatever Spotify is paying is terrible. So that, that's something I want you to think of. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is audio quality. Audio, first of all, if you're a Spotify listener, if you listen to music on Spotify, Spotify audio quality is just fine. It's perfect. It's fine. They have good sounding ones. Only assholes like me who know what good audio sounds like. And even then, though, I'm, and I also just want to preface that I'm not like an audiophile. I hate the term audiophile and I hate anyone who considers themselves an audiophile because. 
basically, when audiophile started, it was like this idea that MP3s, basically, quick history here, MP3s are basically, when MP3 players came around, uh, people would convert CDs to MP3s, and it was very, compre they compressed the format, the audiophile. So it's basically a compressed audiophile, and so it wouldn't sound as good as a non-compressed file, and stuff like that. But you needed it to be compressed, so the file size was small enough to fit on these, like, three, two, one gigabyte MP3 players and stuff like that. And it's just basically stuff like that. And then audio files are like, if it's an MP3, it's bad. But now we're at the point where it's like, if the bit rate of the MP3 is high enough, it's gonna not going to sound that bad. Uh, however, though, Apple Music has lossless audio, which is fucking phenomenal. I'm telling you that. Like, you know, I'm the guy who was like, you know what? If the bit rate is high enough on the MP3, it's going to be fine. But then you hear lossless audio, and you're like, oh, God, this, this shit is so good. I'm not saying lossless audio, like, I'm not saying that, like, your high bit rate MP3s are bad, but, like, lossless audio. Like, it, I mean, just the speakers I have, I know is on them. They just sound terrific. Uh, they also have Dolby Atmos, which uh, is really cool. If you ever heard Dolby Atmos, I have in a movie theater. Not in my home, and you think I'd have it in my home? I don't. I don't have Dolby Atmos in my home. Uh, but uh, I think Dolby Atmos is great, uh, but it's pretty expensive, and so, like, I don't expect everyone to have it in their home, and it's not really worth it for music. It's great for, like, TV, movies, and stuff like that. I don't know if it's that great for music. They also have Apple Digital Master, which means, like, it's going to sound good on on uh, Apple products, you know? That sounds good as well, you know? Like, that stuff's good, but, like, Lossless Audio is great, but I don't think a lot of people are going to appreciate the Dolby Atmos as much as I do because I just went to school for that shit and I took a class on, like, movie and film audio and I'm like, okay, when I listen to it, when I go to a movie theater, I expect the picture to be good on the screen and the sound to be good in the theater. That's just what I want. And, you know, I paid money for the ticket and I should expect that. Even if I had, like, a shitty theater, I'm like, I'm not asking the seats are comfortable, which a lot of theaters are. I'm like, I'm expecting the sound to work well and the picture to look good. That's something you should get at a $7 matinee. So, in conclusion, I am sticking with Apple Music. I don't know if I'm going to fully do it. I did find the dad pod. I may be going back to fully not using a streaming service at all, just going straight to the dad pod. So, uh, just keep that in mind. And, and at uh, any any purpose at all. I also, uh, second part of this episode, I want to talk about this. I went mushroom hunting. Now, uh, I know a lot of you are thinking, what the fuck is mushroom hunting? And I will tell you, but I know another half of you who know what mushroom hunting is are like, what the fuck were you doing mushroom hunting? And uh, like I told the other group, I'm going to tell you. Um, so mushroom hunting, apparently I have to, I have to tell that to people. Uh, there's a certain type of mushroom that are, like, brown, and they look like sponges, and they just grow out in the wild. Uh, that's all I know about them, and people go out looking for them. It shouldn't be called mushroom hunting. It should not be called mushroom hunting. Hunting is the wrong word. It should be called mushroom searching, but it doesn't sound as fun. I understand why they call it mushroom hunting, but it should be called mushroom searching, because you're not hunting it. It's not like, like, you scare them, they're gonna run away. Uh, anyway, so I think it was like two two Saturdays ago. It was my niece cousin. She's technically my cousin, but my her her mother is my age, and so she's technically my niece too. Uh, Ren, she's three years old. She cries all the time. It was her third birthday party, and then she also had a dance recital that evening, which uh, which you don't know. I've been taking care of my mother in uh, up in nowhere, Missouri. And, uh, it's, I've been chauffeuring her around, chauffeuring 
her to a lot of places. And so her birthday party was at like 11 a.m. And then her dance recital was at 6 p.m., which is a, this just sounds like a very long day. I'm like, and you know, my mom, like, mom, this sounds like a very long day. Uh, do we have plans in between? And she didn't tell me anything because that's how apparently my life is now. Uh, so, you know, I expected a long day. So basically, you know, when I, when I go out anywhere, I either, either bring my fanny pack, which just has my, you know, I'm the fan, I'm a fanny pack guy now. Just, just shut the fuck up. Um, so I keep, you know, things in there like my wallet, keys, iPod, spaghetti, you know, the normal thing. Uh, and then, you know, if I bring my backpack, I usually pack like my Nintendo Switch in there. Uh, because one, it's a, it's a, you know, you can plug into it. I bring, I have like a portable dock with it too. So like I either, I bring the dock too, you know, and so I can either just play it by myself or I can plug into a TV, get a group together, play Jackbox party games or Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, uh, usually Mario Kart. Cause I would just whip ass at Smash Brothers. Um, anyways though. So yeah, you know, I just pack back. So I expect, expect the long day this point uh and now when her it's her third birthday what did you get her i'm like i got her a book of sheet music for uh the frozen soundtrack on recorder and uh her parents did not like that and uh, i would play the i recorded the whole thing of her opening it i would show you but uh i don't think her mom would care at all if i showed this but i feel like i shouldn't be showing uh my audience a three-year-old child on camera and a couple five and seven year olds or whatever, whoever else at the party. This is my life now. Anyway, so, so after the party ended at probably like around 1 p.m. because it was at 11 a.m. because it was a child's birthday party. I'm used to adults' birthday parties. Uh, Ren's mother, my cousin Jody, wanted both of her children, her three year old and her five year old, to take naps so they wouldn't stop, not be little bitches. Um, which is okay. I'm fine with kids taking naps if they don't act awful. Uh, I don't have kids, and I can't expect to. That's why I'm pro-choice. Anyway, so uh, basically for the rest of the afternoon, I had a couple options. Either hang out at my cousin Jody's house uh, with a bunch of kids uh, and uh, not do anything, Uh, go with my mom and my her younger sister to her older sister, which keep in mind my mom has two sisters who are like, near a decade older than her, and then uh, her younger sister's, like, around her age, and so they went to see it. Or I could have gone with my uncle and my cousin, who is, like, two years younger than me. My cousin, two years younger not my uncle. Um, mushroom hunting. I'm like, I guess we'll go mushroom hunting. And they went with, like, their friend Alan or whatever, and uh, I met Alan. He came to Nashville once with my aunt and uncle who came to visit, which there is a picture on my Facebook, of me, a picture of me and my aunt, and I have probably the fattest I've ever been in my fucking life. And I'm probably, I'm actually wearing this NSYNC shirt too. I, I just remembered. Uh, we're not going to post it here because I am too fat uh, for that photo. Uh, anyways, though, so I went mushroom hunting with them. So it was fun. They live on like a, it's like a country club lake type situation where it's like, it's, it's just a very nice lake. It's a very nice situation where they live. It's like they don't own the land, but they own the house. It's, it's a weird situation. Anyways, though, so we go. So we go mushroom hunting, and they just think I'm, like, a, some city slicker or whatever because I've been living in Nashville and then other cities forever. Anyways, so, so uh, basically, you know, they, first they get a cooler full of beer, which is not good for me because if you're from Nashville, you just drink all the time. And so, like, yeah, I can do this. So I drink, like, three IP. So they had, like, IPAs, like 7%, 0.7, 0.07%. 
IPAs in their fridge. They had just had like the random beers that no one's drinking. I'm like, I'll drink the IPAs, and my cousin doesn't like crap beer, so I drink it. And he's like, "What is it? How's it? How is it?" I'm like, it "Tastes like every other IPA I've ever had in my fucking life." Because all IPAs taste the same. Don't at me on that. Uh, so I chug like three of those IPAs, chug another one, you know. Then we went to like some weird creek or whatever to start looking for uh, mushrooms. I tripped three times just trying to cross the creek, and you know what? I, I'm a clumsy person. I'm not, I'm willing to admit that. And I'm like, look, I'm like, I knew coming into this and I'm going to trip a lot. And, uh, and I'm like, you know what? You know, like a lot of people are like, you know, they have like, they're pretty sore about their feelings. I'm like, you know, I knew I was going to trip a lot coming into this. And so, you know what? I'm perfectly fine with you laughing at me. Uh, I'm just going to let it happen. So, like, if you're a clumsy person, usually what happens is, and all my clumsy friends will attest to this, everyone who's clumsy on listening to the show is going to attest to this, but when I say that when you trip, when you trip and fall, and the first thing you do is look to see if someone looked at you instead of making sure you're all right, that means you're a clumsy person. And I, first thing I always do, if I just trip or whatever, I look around, make sure no one saw me. Because for how much I trip in my life, like, I know I'm probably going to survive. But also, like, if someone saw me, they're going to laugh and hurt my feelings. But my feelings can't get hurt because I'm built different uh, for anyone wanting to know. Anyways, though, so I'm like four beers deep. <laughs> no food, me, because I was like, I'm not going to eat at this birthday party. I eat one meal a day because I'm healthy and I'm fucking bloated looking right now. Uh, anyways, though. Well, my uncle and his friend Alan and my cousin, they thought, they're like, this guy fucking doesn't know what a fucking mushroom looks like. He's going to pull up one of those, like, white, you know, those white toadstool mushrooms. Uh, and then he's going to pull it out of the gut one. You're like, yeah, we don't eat those. Uh, and I'm like, I actually know what mushrooms look like. They're brown, they're kind of spongy type looking. Anyway, so I'm like, so they were probably just, like, going to try to look for one and, like, help me out like I'm a child. Turns out, I found the first two. Uh, and they were pretty big ones, so I feel pretty proud about that. Uh, the last two, the other two I found, I found four the whole day, and uh, those were pretty small, but it's because I have perfect eyesight, minus the fact that I know it's kind of going, and it's like I still have 20-20 vision, but I can't see things six feet away, 12 feet away from me now. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, though, uh, to sum up uh, the story, uh, yeah, so basically we got back from mushroom hunting and... Uh, they're like, you must have some meat and cheese out. And I ate all of it because I was like seven beers deep at that point and hungry. And mom's like, don't, don't do that. Don't eat all that. Don't eat all their meat and cheese. I'm like, mom, I, they set it out for us. If we eat all of it, it's okay. Uh, calm down. But she didn't know I was drinking. My mom doesn't like that I'm drinking. And it's going to be a weird situation uh, now that I'm staying with her for a long period of time. It's, it, it's uh, helping her out with life, with helping my mom out. That's gonna be, uh, that's the one time I'm gonna ask this this group who listens to this podcast to pray for me, helping my mom because she doesn't respect me at all. <laughs> like, she thinks I'm a fucking idiot. Which yeah, I mean, don't blame her. Uh, but I'm like, I'm like trying to help her out today with something, and uh, like she, like she just wouldn't listen to me. I'm like, I, and now I'm like, now I'm at the point where I'm just explaining to her things she needs to do. Cause I'm trying to help her out. You know, there's one thing, you know, like I'm mowing the lawn for her and just taking care of general chores around the house for her. But like, 
when it comes to other things like that, like that my dad used to do, it's like, look, I know you're not going to listen to me, but you got to do this. Have a stuff. I don't know. My dad did too much shit. Uh, this is a, the lesson for all the husbands out there. Don't do a lot of shit for your wives. Because when you die, they're going to do it. It was, oh, yeah, we went to her uh, dance recital, and we're all surprised she didn't cry. You know, and, you know, everyone's like, oh, she's just a kid. She's not crying. But, like, at the same time, it's like my cousin niece, cousin dash niece. And I'm like, I want her to be a performer like me. And I want to, like, help her out because I don't have kids of my own, you know. And, and she's not my kid, so I can be, you know, if I have to coach her through music shit, like, I can I can do that, and I can be a little bit meaner than her parents could be, you know, not traumatize her. But also at the same time, you know, maybe she, you know, she was she was at my dad's funeral, I played guitar at my dad's funeral, and she cried during one of the songs. But then, well, then she's like, do you want to learn guitar? And she said yes, but the one time I did show her the guitar, I'm like, do you want to strum it? You know, because like, you hold a guitar for kids, and you like, they strum it, they're like... No, I don't want to strum it. You know, like, but she says she wanted to learn. But I want to hold her accountable. I want to see maybe she does have that. Maybe she just needs to get over her stage fright and figure out the guitar. However, we don't know yet about this kid. Um, but I did find like five ticks. I found one in my hairline, which was not cool. Uh, I checked my hairline way more than I checked the rest of my body because like two days later, I found a tick in my belly button. One on my leg, on my shoulder... Dude, ticks are not fun. Last time I had a tick, it was really big. Uh, the other tick, these ticks I had were not big because they're not from Kansas. Uh, anyways, though, I'm going on a rant. I don't know what I'm going to do today. So I think we should, we should probably just like stop this segment here. Anything can be delivered to you these days. Beds, bananas, bricks, and even boxes of beans. But what about alcohol? Yes, even alcohol can be delivered to you thanks to today's sponsor, Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allow drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Okay, so it's time for Ask Sweezy, the part of the episode where you ask me for advice and I try to answer the questions that you have for me, uh, which is a little rough, but I will try to do what I can for you because I am a person of the people and I will do whatever I need to do to help you out with any of your problems. All right, let's just jump right into it. All right, anyways... (laughs) God damn it. Well, I don't know what the fuck we're doing with this first one. Uh, is it wrong to jack off to a dead person? So a while ago, I was beating my schmeat, and after sliming, I read the comments for a quick laugh and found she was dead. Uh, now my question is, would definitely be wrong to go back to the time video, right? 
Wait, did I read that right? Question is, would definitely be wrong to go back the time video? Right, okay. Okay, I did read that right. I'm not R-worded, meaning Republican. Um, so yeah, the, the, the answer is, you're probably R-worded. Um, to, to the question is, though, is it wrong to jack off to a dead person? Um, you know, that's a, that's a very loaded question. Um, you know, like, you think about it, like, you know, you think, like, should I jack off to a dead person? Uh, we all, we, we, all the men, all the, not all the men, all the penis havers, we're trying to be gender, we're trying to be good with gender here on this show, all the penis havers have had that thought. I know all the penis havers have had, and you're like, well, the penis havers were women who not have that thought. And I'm like, well, if you have a penis, I can relate to anyone who's had a penis. You know, I feel like, for me... I can relate to anyone with a penis. And I can tell you, we've had thoughts about a dead person. Now, Carrie Fisher has been dead for a couple years now. She died in 2016. God, that feels like forever ago. Uh, you can't tell me that every man who has watched episode six of Star Wars in the slave, the Leia slave outfit has had bad thoughts about her. And uh, though that was many decades after she did that scene, we've all thought about it since. And I've seen a lot of porn. In the meantime, simulating similar outfits to that scene. And so the question is, is it wrong to jack off to Carrie Fisher in that Leia slave outfit? That's, that's it's a good question. We've all it's it's the question. Tale is told as God damn it! I already messed up the lyrics. Tale as old as time, true as it can be. You know, it's not pitch corrected here, folks. If you're listening to the, me singing on this show, it's not pitch corrected. Ah, oh. we're talking about the ethicality, the ethicalness. I don't know the program. The ethics of jerking off to a dead person. Now, here's the advice I would actually give to a human. Were they dead in the said product that you are jerking off to? Uh, if the answer is no, they were not dead at the product or um, content that I was jerking off to. I believe it is okay to jerk off to them. Uh, if it's actual porn, uh, for the most part, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm, let's be real here, folks. The women in porn having sex on camera know that uh, you're jerking off to them. I, I I hope they know that you're jerking off to them. It's that weird ground where it's like feet pictures where women don't know you're jerking off to it. That's like the weird ground of it. But if, like, I assume you're on the hub, we all know what orange hub you're on. And uh, let's, we're all assuming that you're jerking off to a, a video where you, where they signed a release form uh, and they had sex with another person. Similar to that. Uh, you should not feel bad about that at all, ever, for any reason whatsoever. That's that's what I'm saying. All right. Why do Americans joke about Axe body spray? 
So I'm European, and here it's called Lynx. Now, it's not my cup of tea in terms of deodorant, but lots of people use it, and I don't understand why Americans hate on it. I've seen so many skits in shows where it's referenced, but not in a good light, and in a sarcastic, jovial kind of way. It doesn't smell overtly bad to me, seems uh, incredibly popular, especially in pop culture, and it's inexpensive. So why the hate? Okay. Uh, you said you're European, so you're Lynx, um, obviously. Um, and the only thing I know about Lynx is at least the hair products. Um, you know, I have hair. Um, you know, the hair products, I, I think I'm going to talk about Axe because I'm from America. Kansas, Missouri, Tennessee, you know. Uh, I can only talk about Axe and Lynx. I feel like Lynx does a better job at what they do than what whatever the hell Axe is doing. So... I just want to give you that heads up. Uh, in regards to Axe, um, their hair products are okay for the price. You know, uh, the price for what you're getting is okay. Uh, I used to use their, like, natural whatever, like, their natural cream or whatever, and it was okay. Uh, when I tried to use their pomades, it just didn't fit the job for me or whatever I want. Uh, let's not talk about hair products. We're going to talk about the body sprays, deodorant type of shit. Um, so when I was in high school... Uh, there would be a lot of smelly kids, uh, in the classroom. And they were smelly outside of the locker room, uh, when I had to take PE. Um, and they thought Axe body spray was a replacement for a shower. And so, in my mind, I would say, uh, Axe body spray is not a replacement for a shower. Um, if you try to cover up your bad stench with Axe Body Spray, you're going to sp smell like ass, and Axe Body Spray. That's that's the rule here. So, basically, basically there there is a lot of things you can say about here. Um, you know, maybe a lot of poor kids had Axe Body Spray, and uh, they used it because they weren't allowed to take showers every day. I'm not saying that's the excuse of my school. They they were all allowed to take showers every day. I've met all their parents, and they were not. A, I went to a smaller school. Um, so basically, yeah, basically the idea of why Axe Body Spray is a meme for why smelling bad is a thing is because the kids who wouldn't shower would use Axe Body Spray as a shower, and they would spray it all over themselves as an excuse to try and smell good. And it didn't help. It didn't help at all. Uh, none of us like that shit. And they should have stopped while they were ahead. To be honest with you. Uh, and everything. And, and I guess like you're in a situation where you don't have to smell that shit. Uh, I had to smell that shit. It was bad. Um, if, you know, the idea of... And, and also I want to talk about Act Body Sprays. Like how they use their commercials. Because their commercials were... Double pits to chesty. So they'd spray on the pits and they spread over their chest, which is way too much for you to be using as a cologne. The idea of cologne, the basically, and any woman will tell you this, like this is what they want to smell on a cologne, is basically you spray it on yourself. And when a woman is uncomfortably close to you, where it shouldn't be a comfortable position for someone you don't want that close to you, they should be able to smell it. And uh, they should like that smell. That's the that's the idea of cologne. And the idea of Axe Body Spray is like, oh, you're going to smell me from three feet away. And, uh, yeah, that's the problem with Axe Body Spray. And, uh, you know, I don't think Axe Body Spray is a bad-smelling fragrance. 
but uh, it reminds people of bad-smelling people. And that's why in America, Axe body spray is bad. And that's why you should never use that shit. Why are there so many successful female musicians, but no successful all-female bands? Do most people really appreciate the recent woke first direction of films, TV, media in general? Uh, Genuine question here. Doing everything possible to be seen as woke has become really predictable about all forms of media lately, but to me, it it comes across as a combination of forced pandering, unnecessary, and Usually insincere, I am a minority in some aspects and not a minority in other aspects. Okay, don't tell your tell your race or whatever. Uh, but I don't feel any need to be res- represented on screen. I don't take offense if I don't see someone who looks like me on screen. I think every person is unique and that is enough for me. I have no trouble relating to someone on screen. It is not minority. Genuinely curious to know if I am in the minority. LOL here. And if most people actually appreciate what is happening in media and is making a positive difference in society. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm a musician, so I am regularly able to answer this question about uh, why you don't see women or really appreciate that Rican Wolves first. Um, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. I'm a guy, and I work with. I've worked with women. I worked in me. I was basically I have a recording thing. I'm a recording person. I've worked in film, TV. I've worked in everything. And, you know, the idea of women in those fields is not a problem to me. And it's a big thing, you know, like women directors, women TV producers, yada, 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 you know, and stuff like that. And I'm definitely for that idea of, like, having women in there. Like, I'm definitely fine. Make sure it's, like, a good person for the job. Um, basically what I've been like kind of having to deal with, you know, a lot of times in these situations is, uh, we're like, we need a woman director for this. We need a woman producer for this. We need a woman audio engineer for this. I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, are they qualified for the job? Um, and most of the time, yes, you can find someone who's qualified. That's not the problem. Um, I do, I do understand where your question is from coming from. Because we we get into a situation where uh, we think about fields that are male dominated, where there are women in the field too, you know, obviously, and and it's 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 hard because you know like most of them oh most of these male dominated fields um we don't care if women join like those fields like I work in audio production uh, a lot of times and other fields similar to audio in music and stuff like that, you know, when you think about music as regards to a field where, uh, did you, you didn't say anything about media. Wait, you know, God damn it. I like totally put two things in front of another. Okay. Uh, but anyways though, yeah. Uh, with, in regards to women in regards to all these situations. Yeah. Uh, it's no problem with women being in the fields is making sure they're qualified and, uh, it's not hard to, it's not hard to see that women are qualified for these fields. It's not hard at all. And, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, women are qualified to be directors. Women are qualified to be producers, audio engineers, bandmates, band leaders, uh, drummers, bass players. Like women are fine with that. It's just the, the idea is there, it's more of a male dominated field. And so, 
you know, women getting in there, uh, it's probably a little bit more difficult in that just the sense that it's 90% men, 10% women, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I think I messed that up. I have been drinking, so uh, that's how you make a good podcast is drinking. Um, why does body... T- <laughs> Why does body positivity seem so toxic? There are some very obese women, this seems to be mostly women this happens with, posting TikToks about their body, how they're beautiful no matter what, what and all that, nothing about attaining a healthy weight or just being healthy in general. It's always just about just being fat is okay. And the comments always seem to be so supportive of them. On the other side, healthy-looking women, again, this is mainly women from what I see, are always shat on, told to go eat, breathe, and how their lives are wasted. It's honestly rather upsetting to read sometimes. And I don't get how anyone can think it's okay to hype the hype obese people up and tell them they're perfect as they are, all bodies are beautiful, and all that, while on the other hand, bullying actually healthy... Bullying... bully actual god damn it i'm sorry i've been drinking actual healthy people for being healthy i get body positivity you should be happy as that is the way to get to a healthy weight but telling people that obese is the right thing is just damaging so why has body positivity turned from helping people get into shape and not be unhealthy while also accepting that some people are more comfortable as chubby into a toxic hellscape where obese is right and healthy is is worse than hell. Okay, I think I know what to do here because uh, I was fatter than I currently am right now, and I've also been skinnier than I currently am right now. And uh, this is probably a good sign that I need to actually probably fucking lose some weight. Um, anyways, though, uh, so yeah, no, like we've we've gone to this body positivity movement, and uh, there are you know, and with anything, I feel like with any movement type of thing, there there are pros and cons. The body positivity movement is like, hey, you probably have some extra pounds. That's okay. And uh, you should just learn to love your body and stuff like that. And, like, I think like, that's a good thing. Uh, however, though, it's kind of gone to the toxic side where it's like, hey, you're morbidly obese. You barely can walk to your front door every day. Uh, yeah, you, you're fine. You're perfect the way you are. And it's like, and that's the thing, though. And, you know, I've... Very much on this show, I try I try to tell people, like, hey, look, being super ripped and buff is is not necessarily healthy, but also being super morbidly obese is not healthy either. And, you know, what an actual healthy body looks like is not what they're advertising anywhere. And, you know, it's fine. It's like the type of women I look for on dating apps. They're like, you know what? You're... You're not necessarily, like, paper thin, but you know how to eat mozzarella sticks, and I'm into that. And that's the women I swipe, swipe right on. Um, you know, it's, it, there's there's a middle ground, you know, and, and it, you know, fat women have just been so, like, self-conscious for all their lives. And that's why there's, like, this sudden movement to tell them they're at. And then, like, this, these women, there are a lot of women who are just naturally skinny and, like, they can't gain weight. And I would love for them to shut up. And they should shut up. But uh, also, um, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, some women are just naturally skinny. Some are just fat asses. And, you know, 
I'm a natural fat ass and I know I need to lose weight and uh, learn that there's there's the right weight for me that I need to be. But there's also like what a healthy weight is and no one preaches what a healthy weight is. And it's like, well, you're not working out three times a day and like you have ripped abs like these Marvel actors and actresses and it's like, that's not healthy. And even the Marvel actors will be like, yeah, I hate that shit. When I'm not on that shit, I'm kind of chubby. And then, you know, uh, and there's the, the fat. There's like a middle ground that we don't talk about. And uh, I would love for the world to talk about that more. But uh, anyways, though, don't be, don't try to be morbidly obese. You know, have fun, though. But don't try to be super skinny and be super ripped because that's not fun either. Uh, we're all somewhere in the middle, so shut the fuck up. Is taking a beater car to prom okay? I have a 1997 Corolla. Uh, this is probably from a couple weeks ago because April is prom season, and now is May, and uh, I probably missed that. However, um, if your car works and it makes it to prom, it makes it from home to prom or whatever, perfectly fine. It is an okay car. I drove a 99 Ford Escort to prom. Also, it was in 2011, when I, the one time I went to prom. So uh, it was an old car then. It lasted me until 2018, I think. And to be honest with you, I think that car's still working now. That was a great car. Um, you know, when you tell me, like, I have a 1997 Corolla, Toyota Corolla, and I'm like, that is impressive that that car still works. Um, obviously, I think your prom is probably passed by this point. But um, to be honest with you, if your car can make it to prom and make it away from prom, that is impressive. Uh, older, So basically, when you're like a kid and you're like, oh, you're not taking me to prom in a cool car, whatever, <laughs> those girls, uh, yeah, they're going to be alone forever. Um, basically, and then when you're an adult and you have a normal, like college is nice because like, Whatever car you have that works and is fine, like, girls will be okay with it. That's, that's the great thing about college. Uh, then after that, it's like, um, as long as your car doesn't break down, it's fine. Uh, that's the only thing you really have to worry about. This is just coming from an adult. Uh, but as long as your 1997 Corolla that you took to prom, meaning you're in high school and you drive a 97 Corolla, that is impressive, considering it's 2022. Uh, and then considering I was born in 93, so that's four years after I was born. I think I was in preschool at that point. My first year of preschool. Now, my second year of preschool, my first year of preschool. Uh, so I'm just impressed that the car works. Um, and, and, you know, that's the thing. Like, my first car was the 99 uh, Ford Escort. And, I'm like, that was my, that's probably the favorite car I've ever drove. And I will just live with that. And, <laughs> And so, yeah, so the fact that your car still works is amazing. And I'm impressed. If that car can make it to and from prom, I'm impressed with you. And if girls, I don't know, there is something. That, that is a good thought. How much are girls actually impressed with cars? Because the girls I've dated have not really cared about my car. They've only really been concerned with, like, do they work? Like, that's been the concern. Like, I drove a minivan for a minute and because I was like, I'm going to be touring bands in this car never got to a van band in this car it's a long story um and then she was like i think it's funny that you drive a van i'm like okay and that's like you know like you know as long as it fits your personality 
it's fun. Like, you know, I was I had a minivan and I played in music groups and it's like, okay, that's not that weird. But then, you know, I don't know. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm not a car guy, so I can't really like express my feelings on this. But uh, I bet other guy, car guys will have opinions. I'm like, you're not driving a fucking four, four-door Jeep Wrangler? Fuck you. I don't know. Anyways, let's move on to our last question of the evening. Uh, how can a trans man be gay? As a cis gay male, I always wonder how a trans man becomes gay. Isn't it easier to find guys as a female? And be honest with you, if you want to fuck guys... It's easy. If you if you want to fuck a man, that is the easiest shit on earth. Like, I don't care what sexuality you are. If you're like, you know what? I want to have sex with a guy. That's the easiest shit you ever have to do. Having sex with a woman, or females, as some men would say, uh, is the hardest shit you will ever do in your entire goddamn fucking life. Uh, and that's what men, you know, men work their whole lives to do. Um... Anyways, though, that's sexuality. And so, from what it sounds like, you do not understand the difference between gender and sexuality. So, I have to explain to you. God damn it, I have to explain this shit to you. Like, there's a reason I don't teach sex fucking ed. Because I would just, I would teach very effective things. But, like, also, you're, you know, it's like parents are like, you know, I want my kids to learn like good things about sex but also i don't want to teach them how to have sex and that's the problem i have um anyways though so you're a straight cis gay man as a cis gay man okay i did not see the gay part i was wondering how a trans man becomes gay okay the only thing i can explain to you is uh sexuality and gender are totally different things um so here here's the thing i'll i'll go with me for example I, I identify as a man, and it's not like I have a dying desire to be a man. It's just that I've not had a desire. I don't have that dying desire to be a woman. And I guess that's the that's the trick to being wanting to be a woman. Anyways, though, just because like me being like I want to be a man so bad, or I want to be a woman so bad, doesn't mean it's like I want to fuck women so bad, or I want to fuck men so bad. It's it's the thing. It's a uh, it, gender and sexuality are like the totally are totally different things. Like, you know, you, you meet trans people all the time, and they're like, uh, I don't ask them their sexuality because I'm a fucking human who wants to respect someone. And they're like, oh, look at that chick over there. She's hot. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. And you're like, oh, that's someone who identifies as a woman who is also attracted to women. It's okay, because I'm a man, and honestly, if I was ever going to change my gender, I would change my gender before I change my sexuality. And that's the thing. Um, That doesn't help anyone. I don't think I've helped anyone today on this. Anyways, though, yeah, sexuality and gender are 100% different things. Just because you identify as a different gender doesn't mean you're not attracted to a specific sex. Um, it sounds like I'm talking to five-year-olds here today. Anyways, though, thank you for listening to this episode of Cancel Sweezy. I have not done anything today to help anyone ever. Thank you for listening to the Lord's Fair podcast. Just remember, 
Uh, once you are cringe, you are free. Thank you for listening to the show today. Uh, make sure you follow me on social media at the Shweezy. Uh, my music under Shweezy everywhere. Uh, we're working on releasing new music very, very soon. Twitch at uh twitch.tv slash the shweezy to make sure that you follow me when I play video games. Uh, make sure if you have an Amazon Prime account, you use your Amazon your Twitch Prime account to help financially support me. Uh, other ways to financially support me is over on Patreon uh, to financially support me. Thank you for saying thank you for being a friend. All the free shit you can do. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like our episodes, uh, subscribe to our shows, and uh, see everything else. Leave a comment, uh, subscribe, audio only. Make sure you like our shows, share with your friends, leave a review, and leave us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. So, those are all the things I'm here to do today. So, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much. Wherever you are listening or watching this show, make sure you smash that subscribe button that we can get notified anytime we release new episodes. And uh, like I said before, honk if you love butt drugs and uh, stay awesome.